Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the big rant portion of the Chris and Andre show. This is where we go off on a tangent on a particular topic. Usually it's something in the news, something we're really passionate about, um, something that just kind of strikes our fancy. This week, it's a tragic story, um, the mass shooting in Buffalo. Uh, You know, we don't always cover the really heavy or like really popular news stories, whatever's going on big, but this is one of those things that I think we just really can't stand to overlook at this point um there's been a ton of information that's already come out about the shooter himself and his motivations um you know i think first and foremost we certainly uh you know have our our sympathies or our feelings specifically for the families of the people who lost their lives um and really it's just more senseless violence in this country and it's one of those things that's getting really hard to turn on the news and see on a regular basis. Um, the fact that it was very clearly racially motivated, I think, just adds another layer to it. Um, but I don't know. I, I'll let you guys kind of dig in first. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? I um. Maybe- a lot of the dialogue in the country has been in, in the past that we, we don't have a, a, a quote-unquote race problem in the country. I, I, I'm, I still struggle to find that to be true. Um, we have this sense that our young people are um, going to be a, a, sense, or a sense and or a light of hope to kind of end some of this. Again, I'm struggling to find that to be true. We have politicians that that pander for votes on both sides and do nothing. And they want us to trust and believe them. I find that hard to be true. I'm, I do not like the phrase, the term, the belief, the idea of thoughts and prayers. I think that's ridiculous. Um, it, you know, without faith, faith without action is nothing and that's a paraphrase from the bible so you know just like you can't you can't hide behind things anymore america you're lazy you're racist and we've decided that you know some of us don't count in this country uh sandy hook uh parkland you name it the the most vulnerable in this country are have become the target for way too many years um and there's no action that's how I feel about it. I, I feel, and, and then the the complexity of, of adding ethnicity to it is is that much more disheartening. Because what's interesting to me when I look, when I look at all the the press coverage, you hear the this guy attacked a a supermarket because of the demographic of the customers, but we don't have the same. Um, response that we may have had even in Parkland if you look back at some of the news coverage there and I get really like I'm, I'm trying to figure out how far to pull the thread but it's it's honestly not that hard to see that we cover these stories a lot differently depending on which zip code the, the atrocities happen in, so yeah yeah it's um I don't know. 
it's you look at you talked a little bit about the the dialogue right that's going on that's been going on in this country um for a long time now and this this belief especially recently this push that if we just don't acknowledge racism if we don't talk about it it'll just go away that we're not a racist country that systemic racism doesn't exist that racism isn't baked into the news coverage it's not baked into the way that our laws are enforced and executed it's not it's not baked into our response to these things and yet time after time we see just staggering proof of the exact opposite and people who should look in the mirror and and feel some level of responsibility for these things because of the actions that they've taken the decisions they've made the things that they promote on the platforms that they have shrug it off because ultimately it doesn't affect them directly or or we can actually we've gotten to this point where we can pivot real quickly this kid's got mental health issues well America really don't give a crap about his mental health issues. I think that the fact that we continue to romanticize and make uh, mental health a a common commodity that everybody should you know have access to and blah 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 and everybody's got their own some into the spectrum or not. There's no accountability. We we are we are resigning our ability to take accountability for the actions we take. That is not to say that people cannot have struggles or issues in their life. But when we, as a society, give people the agency to, like, not be accountable, that says something about our society. It's like, not my fault. I'm, yeah. Right? Yeah, it sounds like they're giving too many easy outs. Yeah, it's an easy out. It's just because it's I a, have this, this syndrome. So yeah. here's the question I would ask. So George Floyd gets killed for 20 bucks, a fake 20. This kid again. Walk another kid walks off. You have the the uh, the kid that shot the people in. Um, gosh, I can't. It's it's so many things they blur together. Yeah. He takes his yeah, during, the, during the protest. Yeah. During a protest, he walks off with the cops. Everything's lovely. This kid walks off with the cops. Everything's lovely. George Floyd, like, just died on purpose, for nothing. Um, Brianna Taylor died for nothing. Trayvon like Martin, like I mean, Trayvon this, this isn't new, even, right? Like this, I mean, this has been going on and on and on, and that's where you know you were just talking about, like our politicians on both sides pander for votes and then do absolutely nothing. You know, like we talked last week or the week before about Roe v. Wade and how you know now Democrats want to put forth a bill to try to ram it through the Senate, knowing full well that they don't have the votes, that it's it's just for show. It's a symbolic and, vote. Yeah, and who fucking cares? I don't fucking care. Take your fucking thoughts and prayers. Take your fucking bullshit uh, symbolic bills and votes. People aren't asking for that. This is not a right or left thing. This is a, a right or wrong thing. And people talk about freedom in this country, you know, like the freedom to own guns, the freedom to do whatever you want. Shouldn't we have the freedom to go to a grocery store in our own neighborhood and not be get shot by some shot? random white person? Yeah. And let me back up. There's a, a guy in there's a 
a guy in Philly, I want to say it was Philly, not the same atrocity, but he was walked off of the cops too. So I don't want to make this a you know black versus white thing. I want to I want to be honest. What if we're talking about Second Amendment? I think we need to like pull the gun shit back. Like I'm just being honest. I think like we don't have the the capability as a society to manage guns. And I'm going to tie this back into Roe versus Wade. I heard an interesting point about Scandinavian laws on abortion. Right, mm-hmm. and people were comparing the abortion laws that were trying to, you know, or trying to curb and pass in the states to Scandinavia. The one thing they they failed to realize is that the uh, economic situation of most citizens in Norway, Sweden, are it's a lot different than what it here is in the states. Yeah. Right. Um, so let's let's you know let's compare apples and apples, not apples and oranges. We talk about policing in, in Europe versus the states. Let's be honest. In Europe, most places, it takes three years to become a police officer, not six months <laughs> as in the yeah, states. Not just that, but the philosophy behind it is completely different. Yeah. Right. So what you're actually supposed to do. Are, are, or they're actually, they're actually the mindset of serving the public, less so you know, policing. Yeah, the policing public. and serving, like, they're, it's, a, it, it's a contradiction just to have a contradiction. I, I'm tired of, and this is me. Now I have to worry about going to the grocery store. Like, and I'm being honest. Like that was a thought. Like when the news broke, I read headlines, and I was like, the grocery store too. You know, can't go to church, can't go to the grocery store, can't go to the park. You can barely stay in your own home, home without feeling. Can't I drive a, a car. Lady, I, mean, <laughs> like, yeah, I heard a lady. I heard a lady say we're we're getting hunted as a people, and I'm not one to sit around and 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 focus on my ethnicity. But for everything holy, you're making it kind of hard not to wonder like what's safe and what's not safe. But let's not so talk the, about race, right? If we don't so talk about it, it'll um, just go away. This kid in the Buffalo shooting recently, he wrote a 180 page manifesto. Which blew me away because I can't even find any. I don't. I don't think I've ever met anyone. It was a lot. Of, a lot of it was copy and pasted from something else. So just to be clear. But yeah, yeah. But still, that's, that's more work than I thought somebody at his age would put into actual, you know, justifying his actions. But it, what was I'm trying to remember? He he was claiming that that white people were the target. target the great of, replacement um, theory. There it is. Yeah, I'm like, what circles are are. You know, speaking about government like controlling everything, but what, what, where is, where are these circles of people passing these ideas around? Fox it's News. Right in, it's and, right and, in front of your face. It's on Fox <laughs> News. It's actually, uh, if we're not paying attention to legislation that's being passed, it's, it is a way for, right, or I, I don't like the right left argument, but yeah. it's a way for GOP to, to instill a sense of fear and loss, in a group of people that are not getting served by the same people they're voting for, which is insane. I don't understand how they're not wise enough to realize that they are making, they're causing a reaction. They're they're giving you a stimulus and you decide your reaction and that is the outcome that we get. And it it varies on the spectrum. January 6th, mass shootings, but I want to be fair specifically for Buffalo, that 
you're you're indoctrinating people, and this is the party that is talking about. I'm an independent thinker, or I'm, I believe in you know f- freedom of this and freedom of that. Well, you don't have the freedom to fucking terrorize people because you are afraid, and you're not, you're unwilling to change, not because you have to, because your environment around you is changing. You're the same fucking people that think coal is coming back. It's the same people who complain about the, you know, the calls uh, or people pointing out white privilege, you know, but at the same time are terrified of not having that white privilege. Yeah. (laughs) It's like. Don't call me racist because this is just But I don't want anybody who isn't white in charge. I still, you know, like, yeah, it's. And And I'm not trying to bash, like, white people. I'm just not. No. My wife always says, like, you, like it comes across like I'm bashing white people. I'm not. I don't have beef with white people. I'm just saying, like, can we not talk about... The, the issue that we're having is that we don't talk about what's actually happening. Like, we refuse to address the problem. And everybody's like, oh, I'm sorry it happened. It's a, it's a, it's a travesty. The president's going there to, to grieve with people. Man, that does absolutely nothing. Not no offense, no offense to this current president, but the contrast between good people on both sides and I'm going to go and grieve in the the convergences, nothing happens after the fact. So if there's good people on both sides, what do you do about the the tragedy, Trump? Nothing. If there is grief and loss and you know, devastation. What do you do about the? What do you do about that, Mr. Biden? Nothing. Nothing. So both parties have no answer because it's not important to them. Parkman wasn't important to them. Uh, Sandy Hook wasn't important to them. That goes back to President Obama. Um, Buffalo's not. Imp- I mean, you can go across the the gambit of incident after incident after incident with shootings, and we're only talking about shootings and not even a race. And it's not important. But let's all race to pass legislation to uh, extend security to the Supreme Court justices' families. Because that's important. And members of Congress. Because, because that's there were people important. without guns outside their houses chanting, hmm. my body, my choice. That's terrifying. I mean, if I had people standing outside my house chanting, my body, my choice. The, the argument for their families, I can, I can accept part of it. No, but I can't. I, mean, like I cannot. Ex- I can't accept the sense of urgency around that, self- and yet ar- nothing else. And it's the same. Like you were talking about the treatment, the way that a lot of these people have been treated when they've been arrested versus how others have been treated. And right. I think a lot of people misunderstand. We're not calling for violence against these perpetrators. We're calling for equal treatment for people, regardless of their race or their religious background or whatever it may be. Like, people like George Floyd don't deserve to die in police custody for any reason. These people, you know, committed atrocities and don't deserve to die in police custody because of that. Like, that's not the answer. The answer is stop doing that shit. Like, and telling us that it's not happening. You know, telling us that what we see is not real, that it's it's some, you know, mythical thing that the media is portraying to 
get us all, you know, oh, this is just more wokeism. You know, if black people would just show respect for police officers when they're getting arrested, then this wouldn't happen. I, um, I... I would say since Trump got elected, and I've, I've actually, I've said this numerous times here on this podcast, that something happened with the temperature of this country, and I wasn't really sure what it was, and I have to manage how I respond to these instances of crazy happening. I haven't figured it out yet. You haven't figured out, like, what would happen, or what? Or what you know? I don't know how to, res- I'm starting to lose a sense of, of uh, of like I'm losing my bearings, right? That's the best way I can say. Because where you should feel safe, you're no longer safe. Where you should be able to walk with less of a guard, that's no longer true. The concerns that like you know I'm worried about my kids. They're adults. My daughter is barely an adult, but. My but sense an adult of, but <laughs> an adult, bad. Yeah. Chris is barely an adult. Yeah, yeah. so I'm starting to lose my the same T-shirt as me. Yeah, I know you guys are like twins. I wore first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, actually, that's a perfect example of white privilege right there. He's wearing what I'm wearing, and he's trying to blame it on me. <laughs> Fair. I'm just saying I'm losing my bearings on on how to uh, like respond. Like I'm not shocked no, anymore. I'm not shocked. Um, presidency empowered people to vocalize very ignorant thoughts. <laughs> and they, did he and empower them? That. Did he empower them or did it I, just... I believe he did. I, he I, made I'm them feel more to, comfortable, I think. Is, I'm, yeah. actually not, I'm actually not believing that anymore. I, I think the media coverage of Trump made it more acceptable. Yeah, I, I mean, it was part of it. You know, like I... I a, a heavy part of it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's where we're still at in a lot of cases right now. Like, not that I think he would just go away. And again, it's not. This is not like stop talking about it and it'll just disappear. But I wish he'd die. And he's one hamburger away, man. Don't worry. No, I'm being like, <laughs> like this is gonna like this is the dark part of the of the podcast. But even if he were to pass away, he would still be a martyr to those people. I mean, look what they did to the Punisher symbol. They 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 corrupt things that used to have good meaning. I saw one the I saw festival. one just yesterday on a jeep. And I literally, I, I literally, kid you not, I cringe a little bit. Yeah. And I saw, a, a, it, I'm thinking like, <laughs> oh, that's like got to be the biggest hillbilly driving that Jeep. It was a girl. And I'm thinking like, yeah, you totally just ruined that whole symbol yeah. for me yeah. altogether. The well, American recently, flag. I, I did when I see the American flag now, you know what I think of? Do you conflict it? I think of the Nazi flag. The first symbol that comes to my mind when I see the American flag is a Nazi symbol. So you think American flag is a new Nazi Nazi um I I'm not, I don't know, but that's my Rorschach check. But it is so, I mean this is something that I've struggled with too. It's like these symbols we talked about this before when we talked about the new Punisher logo. Um, you know, that it's like these symbols are being co opted and corrupted. Yeah. You know, and not that the American flag was ever this like mystical thing. But I think there was some semblance of pride that most he, people, he yeah, could have right with it. Of, yeah. And then, you know, like so, if you had your opinions on it that weren't that, that's totally fine. But now it's this belief that, you know, well, if you don't love the flag, then you're not an American. And it's like, okay, well, I may like, I may like the fact that I live in America. I may have aspirations for what I want this country to be. 
but I certainly don't think that we're there yet. Like, yeah. Well, I'll just well, say that's the American dream. You always want to have the desire to work towards a better future. And I think we nope. all have lost sight of that completely. I, that nation. was it. That American dream is not for everybody. Not everybody was con- like, you know, the three fifths of a person that dream did not apply to them. And I'm not before, trying to get it to, to before we get too far from the topic of uh, symbolism. Mm-hmm. So it, it's even even I myself am getting some like lashback. So I literally made a video talking about socks. Like somebody posted a video saying their favorite socks have Batman symbols on them. And I was like, oh, hey, I have socks with the Punisher logo on them. And I, all I said was, hey, I'm just going to show this off real quick. But, you know, I know how some people may get enraged by seeing this, but this is about the comic book character. And the first comment was a guy ranting about, there's nothing wrong with that symbol. You just be a pussy. You, you can't stand up for what's right. And I was like, and he just he just haunted. He kind of was like dogging me for the next few tweets or next few TikTok videos, just consistently saying how you're not being a man. You just stand up for, you know. The Punisher was never about that, but you know, yada yada. So I didn't. I really. I didn't engage him. I just said, I said, okay, but I have a video for you. I work. I work a video for you. And he's like, you're just going to show me a bunch of clip art about different symbols <laughs> on it and say how I'm wrong. And I'm like, dude, you're literally arguing yourself here. I didn't say a damn thing to you. <laughs> so I'm going to make him a very nice three minute video explaining the history of the Punisher symbol and how it's being you know corrupted today. And he's going to get mad, and I'm going to feel good about that. My my parents served in Nam. I have member family members that served in a lot of wars in this country. I used to, like religiously, football game at my house. If the national anthem came up, I stood up. Were you holding apple pie while you did it? <laughs> no, because. Like, but you get my point, right? Yeah. My wife would be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, it's a national anthem, and anthem. this is my country." And there's still people like that. I do like, not. I no longer do that anymore. I, re- I refuse to stand for the anthem. I refuse to... Like, when I think of the American flag, I think of... I, the first symbol that comes to my mind is a Nazi symbol. The second, the second thought that comes to my mind is a Confederate flag. I no longer associate the American flag like, subconsciously and consciously. I'm just like, ugh. Right? It depends on its context a lot of the times for me personally. I mean, I, I totally understand what you're saying. If I see it like flying at the McDonald's, right? I don't, I don't take it that way. But <laughs> I do. <laughs> but like today, I was at the beach and I look over and there's an American flag flying, and I'm like, oh. And then right next to it is a "Let's Go Brandon" flag. And I'm like, why do those two things always have to be together? You know, it's like the the American flags with the blue line, where it's all black and white in the blue line. And it's like I saw the uh, Jeep. Wagoneer, the hundred thousand dollar one. Yeah, you know the the uh, emblem they have on it. They've got a reverse American flag on it. Is that on the window? Mm. It's actually on the bottom uh, door, bottom of the door. I've I don't seen know a lot was, of the reverse American flags lately. I don't know if that was custom or or, or if it came like that. Because like I, I see like, a lot of the Toyota Tacomas that have that on the side, the rear side mirror, or not Tacomas, but the Forerunners. On the rear, not mirror, but the rear windows. Um, okay, so maybe that's just like something that it's it's, I, but it's a I'm whole just, thing. Like it's it's this whole it's it's like its own culture now of you know we're hardcore um, because no, we that, love America. Sorry, I just looked it up. That is a factory installation. They did that. 
Really? Jeep, Jeep that's comes standard. That flag is on their standard. Wow. Because you type it up and people are asking, why is the American flag backwards on the Jeep wagon here? Anyway. I don't, I don't get the whole backwards flag thing. I know they this said, is not, like, really the point of this conversation here, but just, like, the whole... Uh, Jeep's official stance said that we're simply moving forward. The that's their reply to that. What does that mean? My, my, yeah, okay. Well, the American flag, I, I don't see it as, like, for the states anymore. Um, I don't feel like this country... I mean, I, I, we're not one more incident away from numbness when it comes to these, like, problems. I think we're already there. <laughs> I, th- I think we're well past that, honestly. I mean, like, how many more times do we have to have the, the world's deadliest mass shooting occur? You know, or or have groups. <laughs> why does that everyone are, top the last one, right? Right, and why is it that we have to have now? It's like specific groups that are being targeted. Not that it hasn't happened in the past, but that seems to be more and more common now. Um, By the way, Chris, to answer your question, yeah, I, I I believe I knew it, but I wanted to fact check it before I said anything. Yeah, but I, I was correct. The reverse American flag is uh, a tribute to uh, U.S. Army uh, personnel deployed overseas. Okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, because I know the I know a lot of them, like the red line, the blue line, yeah. the yellow line, white line, all those. But uh, when I saw, I remember we had that, we had one or two of those on the fire truck. So I remember it was, it was commonplace in the fire department. If you hire someone who was a veteran, they put that on the window, just kind of respect to that. Yeah. But so, do we? Um, we don't even respect it anymore. That's that's the problem, right? We don't respect the flag. The flag has become a. Uh, a symbol. We sensationalize sub- it. We, we make sub-culture. it sound like a nice, a trend, something fun to do. Kind of like donating a dollar at McDonald's to you know homeless kids. But when it comes down to it, there's not really any legislation really helping them. I don't need le- like that's the problem. I don't need legislation to like. Uh, like I'm like sorry that kid. Somebody should just like off that kid in the parking lot. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't need a trial. I'm being serious, man. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you were saying Nazi and everything. I'm thinking the Gestapo would take him back in back Cal in the Cal Wittenhouse. <laughs> I remember his name now. Like somebody should off that kid too. I'm just being honest. Like we we just we're letting these cancers become heroes. Yeah, and they get their time to shine to say what they have to say in court. Well, and, that and that's other versions of them. That Kyle was the thing that I was right. getting ready to, to point out is that I think in a lot of cases the reason like the reason this guy had a 180 page you know manifesto that he put together whether it was copy or pasted or however constructed is because he knows that that's going to get attention he knows that when it comes to the media coverage that's what they're going to talk about and so it's a it's a it's a like a call to action for other people it's a it's a way for him to gain more notoriety as he goes through this remaining process, you know? I mean, so the hypocrisy is that they, they don't say his name in, like, media coverage, but they, they Kyle Rittenhouse, whatever his last name is, like, his name was plastered all over the place. This guy's like a little mini-celebrity yeah. in the racist circles. So my, my point is this. The country's racist... <laughs> I don't care where you are on the political spectrum. Like, you got to acknowledge the country's racist. Like, you don't want to see anybody that doesn't look like you do better for themselves. Nobody, and, and the truth of the matter is, nobody wants to take anything from you. They just want the opportunity. And if you really yeah. believed half the crap you were saying, you wouldn't care because you're the best at what you do. 
<laughs> yeah. You don't have to take people off the board to be the best at what you do. But that's just no, seriously. Deep, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like deep down inside, they know that that's not true about themselves. They know that they're not the best. They know that Whoa. they need white privilege or whatever you want to call it, the leg up that they have in order to have even whatever it is that they may not be happy with what they have, but that, God forbid, somebody take that away from them, right? Now they're I have not to taking live. away from you. No, You're no, no, just no, not no, doing know, your I'm, job well enough. But I'm saying, like, taking away the privilege, the 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 leg up that they have. Yeah, Chris is talking about people who are born into to a springboard, where they can just kind of like become adult and then they have really good job with good pay, versus someone who has to. But that's not. But that's not even true. Learning. That's the thing I get. I get frustrated with the narrative. Is that's not true. So you may not. You may be like. You may have an advantage, mm -hmm. but you have to earn your spot. So that, that's the part that when you say white privilege, I disagree with. Now, they may have an advantage of not having to remove 4 to 20 or 30 barriers to get where they're trying to go. They still have to yeah, earn I think that's spot. what we're trying to, I think that's what we're no, trying to say. No, that's not what you're saying. You're saying it to where, like, it's not a given that they are successful. That these pe this group of people are successful. And, then that's, and I'm not trying to say, like, you specifically. I'm saying that narrative means that they've got an easier path they may not have an easy they have an easier path at some level because they don't have to carry the extra you know stigma with them to get where they're going but well, they still have to they, they have to earn their spot to an extent yeah but i think like the point i guess from my perspective the way i see it is it's like you know if i mean look at uh supreme court justice uh katanji brown jackson right like she had to be the best of the best of the best all day yeah all day long to be even in a position to be nominated and they still took every freaking shot that they could at her to try and knock that, her down that proves my that proves my point so white so white privilege in, in my opinion mm -hmm. does not negate the fact that you have to be good at your job right we're asking non-white people are probably asking for just remove the barriers let yep. me let me do what I can do, and if I fail, like, just because, then that's fine. Right. But don't don't make it harder for me. Yes. And I, so I, like, don't, I, like, I think that's okay. So I think so that's that is where how I view white privilege as well. Like when I say white privilege, that's exactly what I mean. Is it's it's the the lack of additional barriers that you have to get through in and order to saying. be successful. Right. Nobody's taking nobody's taking anything away from anybody. Like if if could it be that if white you believe if you're a two sides? if you're a GOP type of person, if you believe the myth of work hard, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, American dream, right? Yeah. If you really truly Mark believe that, Empire. nobody's ever going to take anything from you. They are just better than you are. But I don't know that they really do believe that. Again. And that's that could be true. But my my point is if that's that's their idea. That's their public ideology. That's yeah. what they put in their on their brochure. But that's again. I think like it comes back to this. Part of the underlying issue is that these people say one thing, knowing full Don't, well that it's that it's not what they actually believe. And I do not disagree. But I'm saying yeah, the like, replacement. Like they're taking to a skip. They're keeping to a script. Yeah. yeah. But if you believe the replacement theory, garbage. Right. Yeah. Then the then the other thing about your platform, your your political party, can't be true. Right. You cannot say that America is a land of opportunity, 
except for some people because they're trying to take it away. They're trying to take away your opportunity. Yeah. No, if that's if you believe that America is a land of opportunity, that means you've got to be better than the next person. They're not coming to replace you. They're just better than you. Yeah. Well, and I think some people see it as more competition, right? Like now I have to be better than these people too, without them having the barriers to prevent them from being on my level. So go back to my first question. No, I, I mean, I, again, I, I, yeah, I think, I mean, we're, you're, I'm you're, saying the same thing over and over again. So I, yeah, your, your, your platform can't be that this is the land of opportunity. If you work hard and you, and you follow the rules, like it can't be that platform. If you're worried about people taking something away from you, like it can't, it, both things cannot be true. So that's why I think the GOP, but they might make it illegal to be white in this country, Andre. Oh, man. That's nice. the... That's the <laughs> but that's my frustration. It's yeah. like you can't... Like, I, I don't see how people that of, of average intelligence or even some intelligence can't see through the the BS with what that party says they believe in what they what they practice. I don't know. I mean, I, I think if people were were more honest with themselves about that, the GOP would have fallen decades ago. Sure. Probably not, because what made me not want to be a Republican anymore was Donald Trump. Yeah. But I think, I mean, don't you and feel I'm like a, there were elements of this that were always kind of there? That that in a way, like, Trump gave them they, the... No, because they didn't, they never really personally affected me. I live in the suburbs. Yeah. I, I've been gainfully employed for, or, and or I, ha- I live comfortably. Mm-hmm. Right, so those other issues don't necessarily affect me on a day to day. Right, I c- I have the ability to help people that were trying to you know to make their lives better. So the, those things ring true, right? The yes, the rest of it, eh, social issues I can I can be hit or miss on. Right. So, and and I think that is a an honest assessment of myself, where it's like. I don't buy into all of that, but a vast majority of it can be true at the same time. That's where I think a lot of people may or may not, or they are probably, or that's where they're at. They're not affected by these things on the day to day. They they live a comfortable life. They're able to, they do, they genuinely do things to help other people to make their lives better. They are employers or they're, they're in a position at their jobs where they can help people to move up. Right. So but don't you think, I mean, that, I don't know, it's like, I feel like in my experience, I've run into not the same number, but a surprising number of people who aren't interested in helping other people who are really in it just for sure. themselves. Right. Like, and that's fine. Like, I, I don't want to change the rules of the playground. No, but I just, I don't know. But because the, if you believe in what the GO, GOP, like hawks, like at auction, right? It's about, you know, the pull yourself up from the bootstrap. And, and like, you, you, if you listen to Tim Scott speak, right? Mm-hmm. He talks about people that were willing to help him to get an opportunity. I don't disagree with him on that. So there's, there, the, the people that believe the, the core tenets of what the GOP says they're about, they're probably not bad people. Yeah. They're probably, th- and I'm not saying that you're saying that. I'm saying that 
that's the difference. Then you get into the Trump years, and then it's something completely different. So then, and uh, even in the in the prior, you you're probably you're probably ignoring the racism. You're probably ignoring the, you know, the suppression of other people's opinions and blah blah blah. Because what you're doing is working for you and your family, and you're seeing a positive impact. So that that's all. Like, just in my opinion. But I guess then I'm still. I'm still trying to figure out, to some degree, like why it is that the GOP still goes along with it, like because now they're scrambling for votes, because but why? there was because the pandemic happened. Okay, but even before I, that, I, right? I mean, 2016. No, I, I don't think when they he were... won the nomination, it seemed like a lot of people just kind of got on board with that. No, I think a lot, I still believe a lot of people just didn't like Hillary Clinton. But then wouldn't that have made more sense? I mean, because don't you feel like by the time we got to the 2018 midterms that there were a lot more like Trump's picking this person, they're getting the nomination. Trump's picking Jer- that person. Nope, is that goes back to, if you if you look at all the maps of those places where they they kind of got that control, mm-hmm. it's all gerrymandering. So the 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 chessboard is kind of comp- complicated, unfortunately, yeah. right? Some things hold true with the whole Trump endorsement. That's not really true. No, I mean, it had I, to, it's not. It had he, to do. He's not a kingmaker like they like to make him out to be. I right. understand it's, that. And it's a it's a vast majority of that is gerrymandering. Yes. So Madison Cawthorn is the proof of that. Yes. Right. Although it took an awful uh, lot for him to lose by very little. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I, I think and. I don't know. It's, I I struggle with a lot of it because I want to believe that people are inherently not even like inherently good, but that like they're. I mean that they that they actually understand the benefits and and you know like consequences mm-hmm. of their decisions, both for themselves and for other people. Well, one thing I I've. I've started, I learned a long time ago, and I, I really believe if you give a person the opportunity to do something that benefits others and to do something selfish, they're going to choose the selfish thing. They're going to choose a selfish one, no matter so, how good of a person they are on the offset. Does this on the onset relate in some ways, or maybe in a lot of ways, to the evangelical push on the GOP side as well? This you know, holier than thou, but really behind the scenes, like I'm getting more abortions than anybody and I'm funneling money from my church into my own pocket. And well, people, I believe that Americans go to church to feel better about their, their, the current state of their life. Sure. But again, like it's, I go once a week, I go on Sunday, I go to church and then the rest of the week I get to do whatever the hell I want because then the next week I'm going back to church on Sunday. And by walking through that door, I am absolved of all of the sins that I just committed. They're, they're not absolved from all sins, but they see the they see at least a hundred people that are in their inner circle, or they know somebody that's in their inner circle that can sign off on the fact that you know Billy went to church that weekend. And I like I mean I get that, and I'm not saying that that is just to be clarified, Joe. Like I'm not saying that's what church actually does, but I'm saying like that's their belief in a lot of cases. Is it's like by going to church. Like, and maybe it is like, maybe it's more about the appearance of things, right? Like, oh, I go to church, so I must be a good person. 
that's what everybody else is going to think, regardless of what I do the other six days of the week. That's, it's like that's, a, for some people, it's a social co- um, contract. Yeah, I need to go to church to maintain my fellowship with these, with these people because these people can provi- provide this is this for me. Or if I want to run so, for office yeah. ever, then I better be. <laughs> I need to go to some church, church yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. on both sides. That's not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's well, so. Let's not get it twisted. Like your faith, like, and I, I try not to comment on people's faiths, but I can say as a, a general perception that. Americans use church they use their faith to justify and to, to justify their actions and to feel better about what they're doing yeah has nothing to do with their their, their true faith um, and and I just accept that as being part of, that's baked into the equation when somebody tells me they're a Christian that that isn't I mean they can still be an asshole well and why why tell you I'm a Christian. I don't need you when I can yeah, show you, you to, right? Yeah, I don't it's need fly, you to tell me. It's flashing me their badge. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, and I, so and I, I they, do want to be clear. Like I'm, I was speaking specifically about like the super, like the evangelical church, like the, you know. Yes, and but I'm, I'm. But, but I understand what you're saying. It's much more general than that. It's not. Just, yeah, it's not just the evangelicals. It's yeah, like. It's kind of a, Chris making a direct statement to me in my the church I go to. No, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. But I would I would tell. I don't like, know anything I, about I, the church I, you I go per- to, Joe. I'll, I'll be honest and say this: I have a hard time going to an institution that I feel does not represent the faith it professes. Yes, that has been just, my struggle with it as well. I mean, it's and I have a hard time now that I go to a, a fairly large church in my county in my area. Because I want them to get rid of all the fake people if they're there. Like, it has nothing to do with my faith and what I believe. It just means that I don't want to be associated with that. I think it's wrong. So my church had, like, a, a, a tremendous, like, attendance drop because of their, their views on same-sex relationships. Which I believe is their view is very biblical. It made me challenge and look into my own views on it. Well, they're right. I was wrong. I didn't stop going to my church, but there are countless people saying, "No, this is wrong. I don't believe that." I'm like, "Well, you know, I'd rather them, I'd rather them go get to that point where they say, this is not biblical. This is why, and this is what we're going to do as a community. Now you can leave or stay. I'm I'm down with that. And I I think that we just we've got to stop as a society, as a country, as people." not being okay with those uncomfortable honest conversations and i, I think that again we're go- with buffalo we're going through it again yeah it, we go through we do the same thing over and over again the resulting conversation is thoughts and prayers nothing changes right or left Rinse and repeat. do nothing yeah you want people to to tribe around you and 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 support you and pat you in the back for doing all these you know crazy things Roe versus Wade, same thing. You've had countless chances to, not just at the federal level, but at the state level, to make it right. And it doesn't, just because you are, you're acknowledging the the statewide or, or, or national consensus has nothing to do with your personal beliefs. Right. Right? You don't have to be a, a, you don't have to necessarily think that abortion is a form of birth control like you know five and six and seven abortions 
But you can understand a person's individual choice. But the thing that we've yet to have a conversation about is why is this happening? You don't have to acknowledge the fact that this idiot, racist piece of shit that killed 10 people should should have died like in the parking lot. But we're not addressing the fact that we've we've romanticized mental health. We continue to think this gun thing is just optional because this is another person with an AR-15. How many AR-15s are we going to have to have with bump stocks that kill countless people before we realize maybe we should stop this and nip it at the bud? How many times is that going to happen? How many times are we going to have to sit back and watch, you know, innocent people, a group of people that are like, like, I don't like the word, um, I, I don't like to, to call Jewish people uh, minorities, I don't like to call black people Asians, I don't like to call them minorities, but like people that just don't, like, we don't count in this country. How many times do we have to kill them before we say, hey, you know what, maybe we need to get tougher about these, like, as a state, or as a city, as a county, on, like, discrimination laws and, and, hate, and hate crimes. I don't need the federal government to do that. But I bet you 20 bucks, if you say you committed a hate crime, and it's found to be a hate crime, you get the chair, you're dead, people will stop committing hate crimes. Doesn't fix the root cause. The root cause is, like, you know, generational racism. Yeah. It's just being bigoted and a hateful person. You can't fix your hate, but I can also I can give you guidelines to and boundaries, like societal boundaries that say if you do this, this is what will happen to you. We only did that as a country during the Civil War. And you know we why we did that? Was because there was economic ramifications. Gotta save the economy. Not, not because we really as a country wanted to end slavery, but because there are economic ramifications. And then we did a really good job following through with our promises on, on what Completely we said was going to happen after race. After jacked slavery. that all up. So, and I'm not, I don't. Take a deep breath. I don't have a solve for a lot of things that I present. But I, I do think that part of the solution is is the determination to actually start to address some of the issues. We may not even solve them, but at least we can get them on the table. Like, CRT is not your enemy. <laughs> obviously. Right? Because think about it. Critical race theory, how does that solve this kid killing 10 people? It doesn't. But the acknowledgement of why people are responding to this, uh, this like theoretical replacement theory, and it's actually started in, in France, if I remember correctly, where French were they have a high immigration rate, and French people were feeling like, oh, they're going to replace all the French people. Nobody wants France. <laughs> so, but, but <laughs> why do you? Yeah, but but why do you feel threatened by that? Those are questions that nobody's willing to ask. The only thing that people focus on, especially like journalists, is like the grievances. They, that's what they focus on. They focus on the grievance as to what sells. The, the validity of the grievance. We talked about this with Cole, right? Their, their grievances 
it's actually legit. There's no jobs. Right. Our, our jobs are going away. What do we need to like to fix that? How do we help that state to implement or to put jobs in place to help people to fucking eat? Yeah. So that they don't nope, look at we don't coal talk as about the that. only solution. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about grievances. We don't talk about what they're losing. And as long as we always talk about what people are losing, we'll 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 stagnate. It's a zero sum game, you know. Yep. That's the way that it's looked at. It's. I think that's why people are so terrified of the things that they're losing, or that uh, not even things that they're losing. It's it's other people getting stuff, you know. It, whether it's the same opportunity that they have with fewer barriers. It's well, then that means that. I'm not getting something, right? I'm losing something because somebody else is gaining something. It can't, they, they both they, can't, they both cannot be true. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. In that instance, like white privilege, and, and I'm, and I'm not trying to like bashing, but like, look at the what's causing that though, right? Yeah. Like I do believe that somebody that has built that much hate. There is a reason why they built that much hate. Yep. And until we start asking like genuine questions of, of discovery to find out and understand, not to excuse, then the problem's can, just gonna keep being a problem. How is it possible that an eighteen year old has a like that's what that's his weekend project? How to assassinate and murder people. How could he afford the gun and all the ammo? That's the other thing. It's like, was it not a testament to American dream? Be able to buy your own weapons? Uh, I yeah, I, I don't even. Way, I, I don't even want to talk about this second I mean, I, amendment. I was gonna I, say. I mean, I've been to uh, plenty of knife and gun shows where you can just buy a pistol for fifty bucks. You have no paperwork. Just here, boy. You want it? Is your right? And this is the South United States. That's not a right. That's hey, I'm just telling. That's the rhetoric right. and beliefs people ha- hold, and that's how they justify the choices they make. Yep. If 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 people were smart, and if Roe Roe v. Wade and and um, what's the other case? I can't remember. P- uh, um, Casey versus Planned Parenthood. K- yeah, if people want to like try to nitpick like Supreme Court rulings, they should really nitpick the Second Amendment rulings. Yeah, because. I'm sure there's so many flaws. And if you exclude the NRA and whatever other like lobbies for guns that they're out there. Uh, I mean, the vast majority of Americans want sensible gun legislation, like sensible gun laws. The vast majority yeah. of Americans want some access to abortion and to gen- general uh, access to abortion in most cases or in some cases at least but our elected class says we, we're not smart enough to decide for ourselves yeah. yep and that's where we anyway. are even though we're even though we're the most highly educated generation in American history yeah. sure but globally we're like a bunch of idiots yeah I was gonna say like we're, we're, <laughs> we're dumb as fuck yeah there are countries that ex- like surpass us without even like you know taking a breath without trying anyway, yeah <sighs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I am. Uh, I. I'm not going to send thoughts and prayers to <laughs> Buffalo. I, I want. I want people to take like figure out a way to. Like take an action, you know. What can we do to. Ensure that. We we, 
we find a solution from the bottom up because I, I don't I don't believe our politicians have the incentive to to find something that works for everybody on a state and or a federal level. Um, and I'm not, I mean, yeah, sure. I, I think that, I mean, that kid, like, he killed, like, a lot of people. Yeah. There's no, there's no, you don't need a trial for that. But I know he's, he, he deserves a, t- a trial by our own. He's going to get his due process, yeah. Yeah, but I don't like the fact that DA said that he's innocent until proven guilty. I, I get it. He sh- just shouldn't have said that in public. Yeah. Because if you want to get the public not to trust what's going to be the outcome, that's how you do it. If this guy gets, like, freaking uh, sent to a criminal insane asylum, God help us all. That's not where he should be, because he... The manifesto alone proves that that was well thought out before he even took action, so... (sighs) Well... Thank you for a big <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. I know this is a heavy, a heavy subject, but uh, these are you know I was talking to Chris earlier. I was like, I want to talk about it because you know I've got th- some things in my head where I'm like, well, it sucks, um, but it keeps happening at the same time. Uh, so what? It, what? It, you know, that's what's wrong. Anyway, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. I know it's a heavy topic. Uh, you can always find us if you're watching us on YouTube. Please hit the like, subscribe button, and click that notification bell. We'd really appreciate it. You can find more of our content on chrisandandreshow.com. We are on all the places where you get your podcasts, and we are moving all of our primary hosting to fireside.fm. Uh, this is not a commercial, but Riverside.fm <laughs> is where we do all of our recording. It's a great service. We really enjoy it. They do not pay us to say that. Uh, Yet. C- but they could. No. <laughs> they probably won't. Uh, <laughs> you can always send us comments at comments at chrisandandreshow.com. I'm Andre at chrisandandreshow.com. I'm Chris at chrisandandreshow.com. Joe's. And I'm Fireside Joe. On TikTok. Today I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm on TikTok. Find me. Good luck. <laughs> Find me. <laughs> Find me. Just look for me. Stalk me on the TikToks. Please um, do. I, I need a couple stalkers to get my like get my confidence up. So go like his <laughs> Punisher video. My... Yeah. His Punisher socks. But we're, we're, we love when people hang <laughs> out with us. <laughs> we do this every week. We have a conversation because it's great. When they get published, I still don't know. Uh just know every Sorry. week we're not this depressed. A lot of heavy stuff this week. It was heavy. Yeah. And usually it's not. Like We talk about a lot of movies. We talk about sports. We'll talk about business. But we try to talk about the things that ultimately clowns. impact our lives, you know, like one way or the other. And this like, week, unfortunately, like it was this, you know, like, I mean, this, this, I think it seems based on our conversation had a direct impact on all of our lives. And one way that we try to get better is by talking it out. And so... You guys are and just are a quick lucky shout out to, to hear it <laughs> to whoever watches this podcast and thought it was a great idea to send me clown videos on TikTok. <laughs> thank you. Oh my god! I like that energy. Just put a name on your profile so I can say wh- who you are. Because oh, I, I, I love that. <laughs> that's brilliant. <clears throat> I don't know what just happened there, but uh, <laughs> we're super glad you joined us, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. 
Hey guys, it's Chris from the Chris and Andre Show here. Just wanted to say thanks for checking out our show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would, subscribe, like, make sure to hit the notification bell so you get alerts when we post new videos, and leave a comment with your favorite part of the most recent episode that you watched. We'll see you on the next one.